Cashflow Diary Podcast, episode 180. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. The podcast that teaches you insider tips, tactics, and strategies for creating leveraged streams of cash flow into your life. Learn from top-performing entrepreneurs, business owners, investors, and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their secrets to success. Like what you learn on this and other Cashflow Diary podcast episodes? Go to learninvestingnow.com and sign up to receive powerful tips and information that will help you succeed as an entrepreneur and investor. Now, here's your host, investor, entrepreneur, business owner, educator, speaker, author, and master facilitator of Robert Kiyosaki's Cashflow Game, Jay Massey. All right, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. I am your host, Jay Massey, and guess what we are doing? We've got more of the awesome people that make it happen, and you get to meet them, too. You guys ask me all the time, Jay, where do you find these people? How on earth did you find such great people? You know, I, I just, uh, I'm just lucky. It, it can't happen for you. No, I'm joking. The whole point here is to help you understand the types of individuals, the roles that they play, and most importantly, how you can go out there and find them and build your stellar star team so that you can go out there and become a bigger, better, better investor, and most importantly, build that cash flow. Today, we have with us Miss Linda Solis, and what you've got to understand is that, man, under no circumstances, do I qualify as the person who should be able to have such great people such as Linda and all of the others that you have been introduced to? You, uh, you, When you hear some of the things that she's accomplished and some of the things that she's done, you'd be like, what on earth is she doing with you? And it's okay. People come for their reasons, and most importantly, they stay where they grow. And one of the things that I want to share with you is just how you can find great individuals when you offer them exactly what it is that they're looking for in various different forms. So do me a favor. Listen, let's take some notes and welcome Ms. Linda Solis. Linda, you there? I am. Thank you. I'd like to thank you for such a wonderful introduction. I'm not sure I'm worthy of that. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. Uh, because I know for a fact uh, I would fall apart, period. Uh, many of the properties, especially the Colorado ones, would not be together if it wasn't for you. So first and foremost, let me make sure that I say to you and everyone, thank you for what it is that you do. Uh, because without it, you know, it wouldn't happen. Well, I appreciate that. So the, for those that are listening, do me a favor. Uh, give us an understanding of how you see your role in the company, specifically the tasks and, and the benefits that you provide to the team. I'm part of the finance and operations team. Most often, I work directly with the CFO on a day-to-day -day basis, um, doing the not-so-glamorous accounting functions. <laughs> Uh, the necessary tasks of paying bills, posting journal entries, reconciling accounts. And before I joined, our CFO was pretty much a one-woman finance team. Right. So I know my presence benefits her as well as the rest of the team because her time is now freed up to spend with you on more pressing issues that are coming up um, as the company continues to grow. Now, the funny thing is, is that you said the not so 
glamorous. And the, but yet at the same time, even though it's not the glamorous stuff, these are those, what'd you say? Posting journal. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the things you're, you like doing for some reason. Do I, I do? Yeah, I I find that awesome. I mean, there are people who are probably wondering. So, for those that are wondering, could you explain to them what what a journal entry is and what that why that process is <clears throat> not so glamorous, and most importantly, why 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 it's so important that they do it still? Well, the reason accounting isn't considered glamorous is because we're not on the front lines like the sales team and the marketing team. And because of the type of person I am, I like that because I'm not someone, as we had a little discussion before we started the podcast, I mean, I'm a little shy, I'm not that person that wants to be front and center. Um, And accounting, a lot of accounting is like solving a puzzle, um, especially reconciliations. I've I've told our CFO this a number of times. I, I love doing jigsaw puzzles and reconciliations are solving puzzles and there's always a right answer. <laughs> Unlike marketing and sales where, you know, it might be this, it might be that. You have to try a lot of different things. Ultimately in accounting, you're going to get to the right answer. And, uh, and while journal entries, it's just a matter of putting your debits and credits in the right column and making sure everything balances out. That's uh, awesome. Well, and the thing I interesting what I just heard is that there's always a right answer, and for you that that's a place where there's something you know. So you're like, okay, cool, I'm done. That's it's your sense sa- of comp- it's a safety zone, yes. And it's also, I this this project is finished. Check the box. Move on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, when. How long have you been here? Because I actually don't know myself now that I said that. I'm like, what? And, and, and when it came down to, especially when you first got here, how long did it really take you to grasp what it is that we're doing and and what you know what it looks like, etc.? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> I've been working with the company almost one year now. Wow. Um, I know. I'm. St- I'm still on an upward learning curve. I think I will be. And the way this company operates, I may always be on the upward learning curve, and that's a good thing. Um, My day-to-day role is completely different than that of your marketing team, who I think Mm. eat, breathe, and sleep your vision and goals on a daily basis. My personal exposure is more periphery. So, I mean, I have an understanding of the company's vision and goals, but... I'm more of a silent participant, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes sense. I mean, there are some roles that are more, it's more necessary, it's more tangible for them to actually need to be involved with that on a day-to-day basis because they're helping make that vision, that presentation come to life. Uh, At the end of the day, you want to know, is it a debit or is it a credit and where does it go? (laughs) 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 You're like, that's a great idea. Is that a debit or a credit? Uh, you know, is it, and, and, yeah, and sometimes I have to ask that question too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine because I do come up with some elaborate structures from time to time. So tell us, uh, how did we get so lucky as to find you? Well, in another life, I worked for many years with your current CFO, Jennifer, and we developed a very good working relationship as well as a friendship. And uh, through her, 
I met you. Um, initially, I, I came on board doing small projects um, for a period of time. And then um, last year, about this time, she called me up and said, hey, when can you come to work full time? And I said, now's a good time. <laughs> so uh, that's how we came together. So, and I, I like this idea because I think if we dig into the past, it'll help individuals find that accountant person type personality. So tell us a little bit about what you did before in your, as you said, previous life. Most of my career has been in the uh, trademark licensing industry, both um, for consumer products and in the entertainment industry. And within that, I worked in revenue accounting. Um, and then towards the end, I, I did some market research. So my background has always been in an analytical form. So analysis is one of my strong suits or looking at something and saying, oh, that doesn't, does that make sense? That doesn't really make sense. I don't know if we should go that direction. <laughs> um, it, even though on a daily basis, you can be entrenched in the numbers on a bigger picture that helps you kind of step back and, and look at things and be able to, to analyze it. Got it. Got it. Now you mentioned a word that I, I've actually not heard before, uh, revenue accounting that it mm -hmm. made, it sounds like there's flavors of accounting. So uh, if you could elaborate on that a little bit, that'd be great. Um, basically, it's equivalent to accounts receivable. It's handling all the money that's coming in, which <laughs> is what I like to do instead of uh, paying money out. Oh, I see. Um, so all all the sales sales revenue, um, and on the licensing side, that's primarily royalties that are paid in um, on on the products that have been licensed. Got it. So here's a question. When someone is out there looking for someone to fill this particular role, would, in your opinion, based upon what you know about everything that we do, real estate, etc., is a revenue accountant what they're looking for? Is that the keyword that they should type in? I mean, how, how do they find the mysterious unicorn that is you? <laughs> well, I don't, be I don't believe in keywords. Okay. Um, maybe I'm... I'm a little old school, but I, I, think, um, I think that's a challenge today because a lot of, when people are looking either for team members or when team members are looking for positions, you're faced with a, a resume with a bunch of, hmm. you know, words hmm. or a job posting that has a bunch of words and you're, tr you're hoping that the words on the resume match the words on the, on the job posting. And it seems very robotic to me. I mean, I don't think I'm really answering your question, but I don't, I don't think there's a formula. Like I said, Jennifer and I had worked together in the past. And so through her network, she brought me into your network. Right. And I think that's key. 
Well, that you're, you're actually answering the question without realizing you're answering the question because oftentimes what happens is people, they're looking to me to provide them some magic formula, some shortcut, silver bullet, if you will, that says, do these five things in this order on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday, and magically by Monday, you will poof, have the exact person that you're looking for. But you, in your hesitations and the way you're saying it, you're like, look, there's really not a perfect answer. Uh, however, what has been consistent, and I hope that uh, for those who have been paying attention for this entire series, what has been consistent is we didn't go out necessarily searching in the traditional search function way. It was always or frequently a referral or a network introduction more than it was some sort of high-level marketing strategy to go find that perfect person, right. which... Unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to hear simply because that means it, it takes time and work right. to go and find them. Uh, I, I kind of oh, what were you going to say? Anything worthwhile takes time and and work. Exactly, so. exactly. So now you, you you knew our CFO, and she gave you an impression of what it would be like. Um, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious uh, as to. A, what that impression was, and more importantly, is it living up to what you thought it would actually be? Um, well, I'm going to answer the second half of the question first by saying, no, not really. <laughs> Got it. Because what I think your listeners may be starting to learn about me is that I'm, I'm rather introverted. And I mean, the experience is great for me, but my initial impression of what I was going to be doing when I came in is kind of hiding behind a computer, doing my journal entries and reconciliations and being in my own little world in a little cave. And um, yeah, it's not exactly like that. Um, but in a good way, I, I'm getting more and more exposure on the operations side, which means I'm interacting with more and more people. Ooh, and um, people. <laughs> people can be scary for people like me. I know, I know. I, know. I mean, I'm sure you have people out there listening that that maybe fall into that category as well. But no, it, it's positive. And I think, I mean, I'm a nice person and I'm a helpful person and I think I'm positive to work with. So I'm hoping that the people I'm interacting with are benefiting from working with me because I'm certainly benefiting from interacting with them. Yes, and that's funny. Uh, oftentimes, the what we hope or think it's going to be isn't. So what you're saying is you weren't expecting to be recording on a, a podcast? That that wasn't something you thought you were going to be doing? Absolutely not. <laughs> what? Oh, come on. It, it, so, it, it, uh, But the whole point is, everyone, or what I want you to hear is... Uh, Help your people grow, even when they may not necessarily want to or think that, you know, they can do something. There's more to them than they, they, they may even understand. And it's important. It's important to bring, like, individually, it's important for me to do things like this to help bring me out of my shell. Yeah. And, and right now, what, what's awesome is I've told everybody, you know, now that I am naturally an introverted person. Now I've learned how to 
you know, adapt <laughs> when need be. And that, wow, that's, because I would never believe that about you. I know. And that's what they say, too, which is what I love. And, and this would be for those of you who are concerned about, like, is that for real? Go listen to the first, you know, like 10 episodes of the podcast. You, you'll, you'll hear it. It's very, very clear. Trust me. Trust me. So w- what would you say has been one of the number one things that you've learned uh, being here so far? Okay, so you probably figured out that people stay where they grow. It's one of the things that you should have. Uh, if you're going to build the team, have a plan for them to grow as well, whatever that means. You know, you obviously have a plan for the customers. you got to have a plan for the team. You know, help them become more than they currently are. Educate to dominate in every way. Help them grow, become bigger than their current place. Because then, if you build the people, the people will build the business, which is great. Now, many of you also know that we give love to give items away. All you got to do is go star, rate, and review. Again, star, rate, and review the podcast. Just go over to cashflowdiarypodcast.com, log into iTunes, leave the written review, and you'll always be entered anytime we are giving something away. So that way you have an opportunity to do so. Again, I'm going to put the call out there one more time because we've gotten some interesting requests for a particular podcast episode. So I want to do it again to see what you guys think. If you haven't already, send us an email over to info at cashflowdiary.com because I would love to hear some of what you think about who we should begin to talk to next. I want you to participate in some of the growth. We will obviously continue to go select some of the best entrepreneurs that can help you create cash flow and figure those things out. But I want to know what you guys think as well. As a side note, I am having a ton of fun and I'm glad that you guys continue to listen. So thank you for doing that. Hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and share this episode with somebody too? Anyway, let's get back and learn what Linda has learned. What I've learned is whatever you think you've learned, don't set it in stone because it's always changing. (laughs) Um, We work in a very dynamic environment, and that keeps everyone on his or her toes. Mm. Um, But also, I'm new to the investment industry. Like I mentioned, um, most of my past has been in the licensing industry. So I'm learning every day. I learn about new areas or regions that we might be looking at for a new investment opportunity. Right. Um, More kind of not so glamorous things like processes, but they're important. Paperwork and forms. And I mean, it's all a necessary part of what we do. And like we were just talking about, I've learned more about myself. Um, several of us on the team often work very individually, and there isn't necessarily always someone there to bounce stuff off of. So in those times, you learn what you're capable of, and you learn what your limitations are or what they should be. Right. Yeah, what they should be for sure. You're like you you're saying I shouldn't be doing paperwork. That's what you're that's what that's code for. I understand. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm saying it because I know that the people listening, they're like, Oh, she's she's the one that cleans up all the mess Jay's makes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that's the one when Jay tried to do paperwork that now you guys are getting it. You're understanding that there's so much at every level. So speaking of, you know, much at every 
level. What would you say, how has it been? Because I often get the question, you know, where do you guys work or where's your office? I'm like, uh, wherever the nearest Starbucks is. (laughs) (laughs) How does that work for, for you? I mean, specifically when the fact is, I mean, this might be the second or third time we've even talked this year. (laughs) <laughs> we email way more we email we text but we don't right. talk so i'm curious to 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 have everybody hear that how the virtual work environment kind of works out um well for me it it works great this is the first time i've worked in an environment like this and the freedom is great for one but um i mean even though, like I just said, you don't have people to always be bouncing stuff off of, it forces you to make decisions. And um, I come from a previous work environment where they didn't want anybody making decisions. All the decisions went went through the uh, at the very top level, and it kind of, I mean, you just kind of become dumb hmm. and um and so I think it's it's really made me appreciate finding out again what I'm capable of yeah yeah you don't know until you're put into the situation where you have to know and you can't find Jay can't find the uh, Jennifer you can't find anybody and all of a sudden you're like um uh, yes the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, I'll deal with the fallout later, whatever right, that right. means. And there have been many times where, you know, everybody's called upon to do that. And I can't think of anything that you've done that hasn't been right spot on. So you're doing fine. <laughs> well, you're... let me knock on wood. Yeah, well, there it is. There it is. We, we start with what we can. So the, uh, what, which I think that what we're talking about right here speaks to a level of cohesiveness and unity that I, at least for me, I don't see everywhere. Uh, and I, I think we have something rather unique and special in that sense. Uh, I would love to hear your, your thoughts uh, as well on this. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I think one of the most important things I've experienced working with this team is that there's a level of professionalism that, I haven't seen in other places that I've worked and everybody really seems to have each other's back. If, I mean, that sounds, sounds a little casual, if you will, but, um, the team really cares about each other and no one wants to see anybody else fail because if they fail, the whole team fails (laughs) and you don't want to be that person that, that drops the ball. Um, so you want, by you working to the best of your ability, you're always helping your teammate. Yeah. And I, I find that to be something that we, I mean, and there have been times I, I know specifically, like if Jennifer leaves the country, what she loves to do, <laughs> you know, uh, we're like, okay, well, Linda, step in and make it happen. And you do. And that's great. And, or if I'm out of the country and you guys, I mean, when I'm on a completely different time zone, you're like, I don't know what needs to happen here. But for whatever happens, you guys come together, you make the decisions, and everything keeps working. And and that's the cool thing, I think, uh, about what it is that we currently have, uh, especially considering all that we do and for whom we do it. The How do you, I mean, 
you you strike me as someone who who likes things to be predictable uh <laughs> and that is like so not here at all and we we not only do not only is it not predictable it moves at what I call the speed of instruction. Some of people would call the speed of light. Uh, I, I'm curious how that that comes down to you in, in terms of, hey, I wake up one morning and I've got this, and then all of a sudden, here we go. You know, how, how does that, how does, how do you receive those moments? Is, is that where you like start? Did you like, like buy some stock in a, uh, alcoholic company because you're just <laughs> like, man, this guy's going to drive me nuts. No, no, but maybe I should. <laughs> I mean, you're right. The, the pace is really fast, and, and I, didn't, I don't think I've caught up from when I started. And, and I'm, I probably won't catch up, but that keeps me on my toes. Um, and it can be stressful. You're absolutely right about that. But like I said previously, I don't want to be the team member that drops the ball. And... You just have to adapt and you learn to adapt, especially if it's a team environment that you want to remain a part of. And this, and this is, I mean, um, even though I'm not on the sales side, dealing directly with the customers and the investors, the fast pace still trickles down to, uh, to accounting and um, the piece of operations I work in. And you just have to be prepared and know that priorities can change in a heartbeat. I, yes, literally a heartbeat. I, I, I'm getting better, but yes, guys, I still move at the speed of instruction. I told you I fire, then I fire again, then I aim, then I fire one more time, and then we aim and f eventually get ready, which means that uh, I'm driving them nuts. So I'm, I, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Um, so the thing that I'm thinking about at this moment is I got to know you've been here a year. You've had lots of experiences, many different states. We, we're, we're, we're just always doing many different things. What's your favorite thing about what you currently do? And you can't say journal entries. Just <laughs> oh, I, well, it's funny that you say that this, this question kind of makes me laugh because like I said before, accounting really isn't that glamorous. So it's hard to answer that because it's not like I'm sitting around saying, I can't wait for the end of the month so I can do those tricks. <laughs> but. Oh, God, that was good. Okay, yeah. I would be. Okay, sorry. I'm just having. But, <clears throat> I mean, no, the work that I do enables me to get a really good picture of what's happening in the company as a whole. And as I take on new responsibilities, especially on the operations side, I feel like I can be more analytical. Like I was saying, you know, finance helps you be analytical. And so by seeing everything that trickles down into my area, I can be more analytical when something comes up and, and, and you say, well, you know, we need to do this in Colorado. How should we handle it or whatever? I, I I feel like I'm becoming more and more prepared. Um, yeah, I would agree with I that. Do. I would totally agree with that, especially um, with all the things that are going on right now over there. You, it, I don't. I'm not actually even worried about it, which is kind of interesting for me. Uh, so that's good. Now, I'm just curious for those who are out there building 
a you know business or looking to attract talent, what advice would you have for them in order to find the person, retain the person, keep the person, create the environment that people want to live in? What what advice would you have for people building their own teams? Um, well, we touched on it a bit earlier, um, but I'm a firm believer in building diverse teams. And um, like I said, tasks and job duties are teachable. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of companies don't want to train anymore. So, like I said, they post a list of skills and look for someone who has a resume with the words that match those skills, and and that's how they go about it. But what's interesting to me is a person's experiences, and not just, I'm not talking work experiences, but life experiences, because those are what form them, those are what they draw from in order to make decisions. And you want people that are going to offer an alternative point of view. Um, You want people to be human. Mm-hmm. Everyone brings something different to the table, and it's the differences, not the similarities, that enable team members to learn from each other and then build upon what they learn and build a stronger team. Agreed. So I'm uh, curious, what have you learned from some of the other team members? Patience. <laughs> okay, that I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, anything else? <laughs> uh, no, I, it, it's a... It's a hard question because, um, I mean, I, I hope I've said throughout that, that I learn a lot every day. And, and sometimes you don't even realize you're learning it until maybe a couple days later and, and you think, oh, I really, I remember how so-and-so handled this situation when we were on the conference call or when, um, you know, you see their response in an email and you, and you think that was very professional, that was, um, very compassionate, and I'm not sure I would have thought to say it that way or to handle it that way. I learn a lot of those things because, like I said, I haven't, I'm new to this industry. And although I feel like in general, I can work with people and be compassionate and be human, different situations require different ways of expressing that. And, and so I, just watching people and learning how they handle situations I've learned a lot from. Awesome. Excellent. Well, one of the things that I do want to say is that I, I, I learn a lot from you guys as well. And one of the things that I, I can say uh, unequivocally that I've learned, you know, being and hanging around you and even in our virtual ways is just the fact of, how important and how much uh, creating a team is because some people that that's what they want to be a part of. And you uh, have, you came in, you, you wanted to be a part of a team and you've, you fit in perfectly and just do your role. And I'm just like, yes, what a, you are that person that is a, a welcome relief of fresh air in a lot of ways. Uh, because those are the types of individuals that I think many people are looking for. Uh, fortunately, everyone, I got her. You don't. Sorry. Uh, you can't have her. It's just, I want you to hear everything that you can hear so that you can go out there and find the people that will help you build your dream too. All right. So is there anything else that you want to share with anyone before we go? Um, no, not that I can think of, but thank you for, again, considering me 
worthy of being part of your podcast. Yeah, no problem. You are here. The people want to know how we do all that we do, and you are an integral part of making that happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for you to move at the speed of instruction. What does that mean today? It probably means that you need to go to a networking group. You need to ask the people that you know, hey, who do you know that can have these skill sets? But most importantly, beyond the skill sets, one of the things you heard her say, and I agree with, is does the personalities, do they mesh? Do their life experience bring something else to the table? You can find those skill sets. Those life experiences, those are the valuable things that you and I can use to go out there and build great teams to deliver great services and products to our customers. And you know what, guys? It's been fun talking to you again. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until next time. <laughs>